Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church, Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. Hi, good evening. Welcome to another edition of our online masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. Tonight is episode number 29. It's been 28 sessions that we have been unpacking the concept of the goodness of God. Tonight, let's go to the Bible at Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. He says, If you then be evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? We serve an absolutely good God who gives good gifts out of his good nature to his children. Nothing but good proceeds from our Father. Join me in the service as we take that concept further and unpack it so that understanding comes. I'll be back in a short while. Go with me to Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. Matthew 7, 11. Look at this. He says, if you then, being evil, if you human beings, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much will your father who is in heaven do what? Give good things to those who ask him. We sometimes believe we are better parents than God is. Because of the lies we believed about the nature of God, we think we are better parents than God is. Is there any of us here who is a parent? And your child is hungry. And there's food in the house. And you say to the child, eat grass outside. The food in the fridge is not for you. You are evil. You are so evil. None of us do that. And yet, we think we are better parents than God. He says, Scriptures say he gives good things to those who ask him. Every one of his children deserve to experience his fatherhood. Amen. It, it's such a joy for my son to come and ask me for something. I give it to him. If it is something that will hurt him, I will say no. And I will explain to him why. 
But anything that is for his benefit and for his progress, I give it to him. Hallelujah. All he needs to do is what? Ask. That's all he needs to do. Ask. And he will get it. We have believed that we are better parents than God. Which of us parents took your child and put the hand of the baby in the fire? Or you put on the stove in your house, whether you use gas or you use electricity. You put off the stove and the plate gets very hot and you take the child's hands and put there. And yet some people believe that God does that to his children. Some people believe that God gives sickness and disease. Some people believe that God gives lack and poverty. How? He doesn't. Hear this. God is light. In him there's what? No darkness at all. God is light. Let's say it together. God, in him, there is no darkness at all. So there is not one bit of darkness in God. He is light. So he can't give darkness because he doesn't have it. Now, all truth is parallel. So God is love. And there is no selfishness in him at all. In the same way we can say, God is good. And there is not one iota of evil in him at all. So he can't give good and evil at all. He can't. He only gives good because that's who he is. So no evil proceeds from God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from the father of light in whom there is no shadow of turning. So all good gifts come from him. That's all that come from him. All that comes from my father is good. Amen. So if I see him as an absolutely good God, that's what I experience. If I see him as a partially good God, that's what I will also experience. But this morning, I want you to see it, that he is an absolutely good God. There is no evil in him. There is no darkness in him. There is no, there's nothing evil in him and nothing evil proceeds from him. So, pastor, how do we explain the evil that is in the world? And I, and I tell you there's evil in this world. There's evil in the heart of men. How do we explain it? See, it doesn't come from God. Even people push it and say God allows it. No. I'm going to deal with that concept. It doesn't come from God. See, what it is is that it's a fallen world. It's what? It's a fallen world. So there's evil here. And what the father is doing right now is to reveal himself so me and you can see him for exactly who he is so we can redeem the world and change it. Jesus came to eradicate evil from the world by revealing the father. So guess what? He wants me and you to become a revelation of the father to our world. 
and eventually we get rid of all forms of evil that's the reason why we preach the gospel that's the reason why we have to get everybody saved so that if everybody comes to see him for who he is then there will not be evil left in people's hearts and if there's no evil in people's heart there won't be evil anywhere left we will have cleaned the planet completely of evil as we see him as he is now what i said last sunday i want to repeat it god said to me a couple of weeks ago that he is breathing a revival in the church of his goodness so a and you're going to hear many teachings now god he said it to me you're going to see a lot of people picking it up in the spirit a lot of pastors picking up the true nature of god and begin to cheer on the true nature of god and show that god is an absolutely good god and the reason for that because the moment we believe that he's absolutely good then i become absolutely good so imagine if this congregation believes that he is an absolutely good god we become absolutely good we see absolute goodness in our world and we can do good to our environment i painted a picture last sunday imagine this church that everybody in this church this morning is a double digit billionaire in u.s dollars amen with the first digit not less than seven so imagine everybody here is a double digit billionaire in u.s dollars do you know the amount of good that we will do in the city in the nation because what do we want to do with all that money hallelujah men who have accumulated and there are men who have accumulated that kind of money on the earth right now and what are they doing with their money they are doing good with it they are doing good with it with 80 billion some people decide you know what we don't want to see we don't want to see indecent housing anywhere on the planet anymore do you know there's enough money to do that right now the reason why it's not being done is because the people who have the money don't have goodness in their heart. Because there is enough money sitting on the planet right now that some people can decide we don't want to see indecent housing anywhere on the planet. There is enough money to wipe out indecent housing. From nation to nation, they go building decent houses and there is enough money to do it and, 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 and there will be change. And the reason why it's not being done is because the people who hold the money don't have goodness in their heart. So they're not giving it. They would rather spend it on, on nonsense than give it to people, than use it to solve problems. But money is coming into the hands of people in this room. Hallelujah. I say good money is coming because we see the goodness of God and we experience the goodness of God. And through us, I want to show you scriptures. I want to show you scriptures. Psalm 84. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Psalm 84. Psalm 84. Verse 11. See, he said, For the Lord is good. For the Lord God is a son and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Look at that. No good thing. Somebody said no good thing. Not one. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. No good thing. So, wherever people got it that God is withholding something good, they are not scriptural. Scripture says what? No good thing. 
Somebody say, he does not withhold anything good from me. Oh, say it. Say it again. He does not withhold any. He doesn't withhold any good thing. So if provision is a good thing, he's not withholding it from you. If supply is a good thing, he's not withholding it from you. If it's not coming, please understand what it is. It's a broken system that needs to be fixed. It's the world is broken and it needs to be fixed. And guess what? The father is in the business of fixing it. So he can get to you what needs to get to you. So he's there because he's good. He's fixing that thing. He's fixing the supply channels. He's fixing that thing so that the good can come to you. He's working on the system that is broken to get good to you. You need to understand that. And you need to believe that. Because listen, it is your faith that allows what he's fixing to proceed and proceed quickly. Oh. Because God cannot act outside of your faith. It's impossible to please God outside of faith. It's impossible to engage God outside of faith. So if you don't believe that he's absolutely good, your unbelief hinders him from fixing the supply channel to get to you. So that's why you need to believe what I'm saying. You need to understand this message and begin to release your faith every day. Your father is working for you to fix the channels of supply, to get supply across to you because it's a broken world and he's fixing it. See, let me paint a picture for you. Imagine a mother, a nursing mother. Three months old baby or four months old baby in the court. Baby starts crying because baby is hungry. And baby is screaming in the court. Mother gets to the kitchen and is trying to wash the bottle. To make milk and make food for the baby. Baby is screaming. Mother is hearing the scream of the baby. And mother is hurrying up to wash and do the feeding bottle and make the food and take to the baby. What the baby is crying for, the mother is working on it. That moment can be two minutes, it can be three minutes. And for those three minutes or four minutes or five minutes, the baby is crying. The baby does not know why the mother is not responding. But somebody who is watching from the neighborhood and looking through the window can see the mother busy trying to fix the food that this child is crying for. And so, for that four minutes, or five minutes, or however long that child is crying, was that child denied? Hello? No! The child is not denied. There's a delay because the mother is making good the supply the child needs. Because the bottle needs to be washed. The bottle needs to be fixed. So while the child is crying, the solution is being sorted out. If the child doesn't understand, the child can get bitter. The child can get angry. What kind of mother is this? The child can start complaining and grumbling. Is that not what we do? So when we're crying for something and it's not coming, please understand, God is fixing it. He's working on it. Somebody say, he's working on my miracle. He's working on my blessing. He's working on it. And you got to believe it. 
You got to believe it. Thank God that babies don't hold grudges like we adults do. Some of us, so that baby will keep crying until the food comes or get cry long enough he gets tired and falls asleep. It's not likely he will cry until the baby food comes. But, and because babies don't hold grudges, when the food comes, what does the baby do? The baby eats it. The baby doesn't say, ah, you took time. Get out. No, he doesn't say that. He grabs the bottle and sucks the bottle because the baby is hungry. But what we do, like, unlike the baby, you cried. Then you get angry. Then you say, God is not good. Why is this thing taking so long? I need to look for another mother. That's what we do. I need to look for another church. I need to look for another, another, another place where you know this food will come from. Or some people even turn away from God completely. I need to consult the Sangoma. Oh yes, church people. I need to check a prophet somewhere. And and we give up. And guess what? What will make the baby, listen, what will make the baby look for alternative if they believe that the mother is evil? Mother is not bringing the food. So let me organize myself another mother. And they organize because they don't believe. That's what happens. So understand it. Why you are crying out for God to come through, he's working on it. Someone say, he's working on my miracle. And you got to believe it for him to keep working. That's the thing about it. You got to believe it for him to keep working. Because the moment you stop believing it, you disconnect from him. So even though he's working on it, he can't reach you now because the channel through which he reaches you has been cut off, which is faith. That's why this message is so important. When you have no guilt on God, when you have no blame on God, people quickly blame God. So whenever you say, God, I don't know what you're doing, you're blaming him. You don't believe he's good. That's why you're saying, I don't know what you're doing. Are you here with me? That's why it's because you don't know how good and how awesome he is. That's why you're saying, God, what are you doing? Because you're doubting that he's doing He's working out something in your favor. So you start questioning him. But if you believe in his absolute goodness, that he loves you with everything that he's got. And guess what? He has demonstrated it by the death of Jesus on the cross. The Bible says, if he gave us his son, will he not with him freely give us all things? Freely. So he has demonstrated his love. Why is it that we don't believe him? We have a wrong picture of him. We have a wrong picture of him. From today, understand, say it, my God is absolutely good. Absolutely good. There's no evil in him. There's no bad, there's no bad feelings in him towards me. All that he has radiating from his heart to me is absolute goodness. Hallelujah. Do you know Adam messed up in the garden? Because Adam believed, didn't believe in the goodness of God. That's all. Adam doubted the goodness of God. Do you know why Abraham 
was able to obey the excruciatingly difficult demand that God made for him to sacrifice his son in Genesis chapter 22. A child that he took him 25 years to have. Now Ishmael is gone. And now God says, sacrifice that child to me. Do you know why Abraham was able to lay that child on the altar in obedience to God? Because he believed in the absolute goodness of God. He believed in it. He believed, the Bible tells us in the book of Romans, um, Hebrews chapter 11, that Abraham believed that he, God was able to raise that boy back to him. He believed in, in the absolute goodness of God towards him. God, you couldn't have made me a promise. I waited 25 years for the promise to be delivered, and now you want to deny me of that promise. He, didn't, he believed that God was absolutely good. So if God is asking me to give this child, he will give it back to me. That's how he obeyed God. Because he believed in the absolute goodness of God. In other words, if you don't believe in the absolute goodness of God, you will not pass the test of faith sometimes. You have to believe in the absolute goodness of God. Do you know why Israel missed it? Of not going into the promised land. The bunch of people that came out from Egypt that perished in the wilderness. Because they didn't believe in the absolute goodness of God. They didn't believe that God was able to give them the land. Only two people believed it. Joshua and Caleb. He said, no guys, let's not shout. Let's not cry. Let's not call. God is good to us. He promised us this land. He will give it to us. So let's go quickly and take it. He is able to fight for us. Don't worry about this giant. Our God is able to defeat this giant. He will give us the land as he promised. They believed in the goodness of God. The rest of people did not. Why is it, hear me this morning, why is it that many believers are not able to access their inheritance in Christ? Because of this message I'm preaching this morning, they don't believe in the absolute goodness of God. They don't believe it. From today, every morning you wake up, declare that God is absolutely good to me. In his heart, there's nothing in his heart towards me except love and goodness. There's no evil in it. There's no delay in his heart towards me. He's working on my miracle. Hallelujah. He is what? Working on my... He's working on what I asked for. I know it's taking long, but it's coming. Guess what? Because he is an absolutely good God, even his word says, for your shame, he will give you double. So if he's taking so long, it's going to be so good. Oh, oh, you didn't hear what I said. If he's taking so long, it's going to be so good. Because God is an absolutely good God. And he will reach out to you and give you as he has promised. Let me finish this. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Let me finish this. Look at this. The Bible says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for what? For good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Let me unpack that scripture for you. God beforehand, meaning from the foundation of the earth, prepared good works. When were you when were you conceived in God? When were you conceived in God? Before the foundation of the earth. Amen. Amen. 
That's when you were conceived. His word says, before you were conceived in your mother's womb, he knew you. So he, you existed from the foundation of the world. So before you became a reality in your mother's womb, you existed in God. When you were in God, God formed you in him and had a plan for your life. And there are some good works that he prepared that you will do on the earth. The word there is prepare. Prepare means it's already finished. And these good works were stored in a location. What is the name of that location? Christ. He said we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for what? Good works. So this is what it is. As I see God for who he is, and my picture of God is accurate, I am changed into what I see. So if I see him as an absolutely good God, I am transformed into an absolutely good person. And how do I manifest that? Good works. So I'm able to connect with the good works that were stored. So my transformation according to what I see is what will determine how much of those good works that I will manifest. So if I believe a lie about the true nature of God, I compromise myself. And as I compromise myself, I compromise my capacity to access the good works that were already prepared. I'm saying to you this morning, I know the devil doesn't like this message I'm preaching. But you'll get it. Somebody say, I get it. When the picture of God is perfect in your heart, that's the key to unlock the good works that were prepared beforehand for you to deliver them in the earth. You will deliver those good works. Me and you, we will walk on the planet and we will display the good works in such dimensions that everybody around will know that we serve an absolutely good God. Because how do we show the world that our God is good? It's because we have seen him. We've seen him as an absolutely good God. So we are transformed into what we have seen. And because we are transformed into what we have seen, we are able to access his goodness and we're able to pour his goodness on the rest of creation. Me and you, we are nothing but vessels that God is wanting to transform to vessels that dispense good everywhere we go. Hallelujah. So this good works is already finished. It's prepared. It's kept. What is stopping you and stopping me is the picture of God that we have. So as we begin to fix that picture, watch how we grow in our capacity to access the goodness of God and begin to not only enjoy it and begin to dissipate it and begin to disperse it. How can a pipe carry water and remain dry? Let me ask that question again. How can a pipe carry water and remain dry? There is no way goodness can flow through you to other people without you first enjoying it. Hallelujah. So if I am a channel through which goodness must come in the earth, it is, it is inevitable that I will enjoy the goodness first. It will flow through me and then go to other people. Hallelujah. Good money will flow through me and then go to other people. The only reason why somebody can sit and give away 30 billion US dollars 
for doing good is because he has enjoyed goodness. So he realized, how many beds do I need to sleep on? How many cars do I need to drive? How many airplanes do I need to fly? I have enough so I can give. For me and you, there is much, much better goodness in store. And we are going to manifest it. Amen. If people who do not know Jesus could accumulate money in, in double-digit billions and give it away, how much, me, how much more me and you that know an absolutely good God will do better? I say in our lifetime, we will do better. We'll do better than Warren Buffett. Listen, everybody, hear me. Everybody in the body of Christ have the capacity to do better. Thank you so much for being part of that awesome, awesome session as we were unpacking the goodness of God. As we grow in our revelation and an understanding of the goodness of God, we also grow in our capacity to manifest God's goodness in the earth. We are that generation in the body of Christ that God's goodness to all of creation. The whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The more and more we understand the, the, the concept of the goodness of God, the more and more we see how good our God is, the more we can display His goodness to our world, the more we can dispense of His goodness to us. The evil that the enemy has inflicted on the planet and on the humanity, we can only reverse it and correct it the more we come into an understanding of the goodness of God. So thank you for joining me tonight. These things that I am preaching in this season is worthy of meditation and deep contemplation so that you can make yourself available for God to use you to, to bring forth His goodness into the planet. If you would like to receive this message by audio format, please send us a, a message, a WhatsApp message to plus 2781-421-0835. We are happy to send you this message in audio form, plus 2781-421-0835. That's the number to send the WhatsApp message. Thank you for liking our YouTube channel. Please subscribe on our channel and click the notification button so that you can receive future um, uploads onto the channel. Also, if you watch by Facebook, help us click share. Share the start the watch party. Spread the message of the goodness of God. Because God is doing something on the planet, in the planet at this time. He is raising the standard of his goodness in the heart and the lives of his people. The more people come into a revelation of the goodness of God, the more good we can do in our world. Thank you so much for joining me. We continue tomorrow night with another exciting teaching on the goodness of God. Good night. God bless you. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength.
Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.